Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. We thank God everybody agreed you in Jesus' name, men and women of God present on here in the name of Jesus. I thank God for your lives. We thank God for this opportunity for us to come to this altar in prayer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, today, this morning, I want us to share from a very common scripture that most all of us are acquainted with. And I believe that God will help us, God will bless us. That's going to be 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 14. And the Batman and the scripture says, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion or the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. That's the scripture. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion or the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. And um, my topic will be the power of God's grace. I want to talk about this morning the power of God's grace and I believe that God will bless us in Jesus mighty name. Um, grace, love and communion of the Spirit. Paul gets to talk to us if you got your Bible you can check there. Paul gets to talk to us in that scripture. He prays that prayer that most of us are using as a benediction most of the time. He says the grace um, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, grace, love, and communion of the Spirit. These are the three things that form the totality of the key. These are the three things that form the totality of the key to access the power of the Almighty God. Those three things are very important. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion or the fellowship of the blessed Holy Spirit. These are the three things, I repeat myself for emphasis, if you're listening to me, these are the three things that, that form the key, that form the totality of the key that gives us access to the power of the Almighty God. And today I'm saying, I'm talking about the power of God's grace. And that's what we're going to look at in the name of Jesus. Now, even as we start this morning, today I want to decree and declare because I believe in the power of declaration of the word of God because power is wrapped up in the very word of God. And the word commands us that we shall decree a thing and it shall be established as um, uh, Pastor Guma has been leading and he says, do you believe in the things that you've been saying? Do you believe that divine healing is yours? Because we all know, as the Bible tells us in Job 22, 28, that thou shalt decree a thing and it shall be established for you and the light shall shine upon your path. 
your path of destiny. Now we understand to decree is to issue an order. Decree is an order or an instruction that is issued by someone in authority whose command or order becomes law. So whatever we decree as, as small as little kings or little lords in the Lord Jesus Christ as small gods because we have been given the power and authority in the name of Jesus our decrees becomes law as you understand the, the, the definition of a decree a decree is an order or an instruction an order or command that's issued by someone in authority and in power whose command becomes law so whatever you declare that in the name of jesus i decree that healing is mine in jesus name in the realm of the spirit that becomes law when you say i am the healed and maintaining my health and healing in jesus name that becomes law by the stripes of jesus christ i am the healed and maintaining my healing in jesus name so wherever you are why don't you make that decree over yourself over your family over everybody say in the name of jesus christ i decree and i declare that i am the healed and i am maintaining my health and healing in jesus name in the name of the lord jesus christ my family is the healed my children my spouse we are the healed we are the beneficiaries of the healing stripes of jesus christ and we are maintaining our healing in the name of jesus no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like no matter what it sounds like i am the healed forever they healed and maintaining my health and healing in jesus body name so we understand the power of decree and i'll move on to decree and declare over you right now in the name of jesus christ and i'll declare and say that today i decree and i declare that the grace of god will come afresh as we declare that the grace of our lord jesus christ and the love of god as paul taught us as he decreed that prayer remember paul made that decree upon the corinthian church and most of his episodes he made that decree over the saints and said the grace of our lord jesus christ and the love of god and the communion of the holy ghost be with you that was a decree he made over these people so even as today as we explore the power of god's grace this morning i want to decree and declare that the grace and the power of god will come afresh upon your life and destiny and mine in jesus name wherever you are receive it in jesus name today i decree and i declare that the grace of god will come afresh upon your ministry upon your family upon your children and destiny in jesus mighty precious name the grace of god as we pray on this altar on this shiloh altar as we commune here in the name of jesus as we fellowship in the holy ghost we decree and declare that the grace of god will move you will move you from glory to glory in jesus name why don't you declare it over your life and say as i connect on this altar as i fellowship with the holy spirit as a fellowship with jehovah god the father and the son in the holy spirit the grace of god this morning the grace of god this day 
the grace of God this week, the grace of God this month and the remaining days of this year is moving me from glory to glory in Jesus' name. The grace of God is moving our ministry, is moving Shiloh from glory to glory, is moving Pastor Guma. All of us right now make those decree over Pastor Guma and Apostle Joyous. These are people that God has ordained to to cheer lead us you understand to lead us people god has ordained that he has put that god has caused to put this place this this system this altar into place and it has been a blessing to many i'm a minister of prayer and i know that many times we we when you find people that lead when you are leading people in prayer they think you don't need prayer but these are the people that need most of the prayers let us also decree upon upon their lives and you remember apostle joyous is traveling so let us lift and decree the grace of god upon her life and we will remain on this altar behind we will continue to pray for her and the mission but i want you this morning to declare that father we come in agreement with your word and decree your grace we decree and declare that the grace of god will move you pastor guma and, uh, and apostle joyous from glory to glory the grace of god is moving this ministry shiloh from glory to glory the grace of god is moving every ministry that is represented here from glory to glory in the name of jesus christ we decree and declare that even as apostle joyous moves out of this nation to go and minister father we decree and declare on this altar that you are moving your servant from glory to glory the grace of god will move their children pray for those children pastor's children as they consistently serve you may not know but i've been there looking at these children when the other time they were, we had a pastor's meeting i mean pastor's children they are i was there i was very early i went there with my wife before anything began and i found them working that girl um Mercy had spent uh, she had worked on an on, on, on a night shift but when we went there she was she hadn't rested she was busy running around preparing everything yet she had spent she had worked on a night shift she stayed until and they were the last kids to leave that place when we were in the church after everybody left they were still preparing the auditorium for the next day most people may not see how those kids work and i was so touched i came and told them i am you have blessed my heart i'm so proud of you so you may never know what the, the, those are things so we pray for the grace of god to move those children from glory to glory we pray that god they will never burn out they will never get fed of the fed up of the work of god may the lord continue refreshing them may the lord continue strengthening them in the name of jesus if you believe that god has not dampage where he always where he dampage for prayers then god is listening to these prayers may god refresh all of you in the name of jesus the son of the living god those all of you servants of god wherever those that give themselves to the work of god we decree this morning fresh grace upon their lives fresh grace upon the men and women of god those who are about to give up to give up and give in those men and women of god who feel tired who feel tired and they're almost like giving up burning up in the name of jesus we decree 
increase fresh grace upon men and women of God. Can we this morning declare the grace of God upon all those servants of God? There may be servants as worshippers, there may be praisers, there may be preachers, there may be ushers, there may be whoever they are. May the grace of God, the fresh grace of God, fall afresh upon their lives and destinies in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They will not burn out. We declare they will not give in. Fresh oil is their, is their portion this morning. As Paul declared the grace of God upon the Corinthian church, upon all the churches wherever he went, we take advantage of that grace in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. May the Lord move you. May the grace of God move you, all of you, from glory to glory in Jesus' name. I decree and I declare, you will not know a better yesterday. You will not know a better yesterday by reason of the grace of God. Do you understand what that statement means? You will not know a better yesterday because your today will be better and greater than your yesterday. So even the next day will be better. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. I decree and I declare over everyone on this altar by the power of God's grace, I declare that the blessings, the blessings of money cannot buy grace. Grace will put into your hands. I declare that the money, the blessings of money, what money cannot bring, grace will put into your hands in the name of Jesus Christ. The blessings money cannot buy. I decree and I declare that grace will put into your hands in the name of Jesus. Money has a limit. But when the blessing, why did Paul not pray for money? And he said, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always, be with you all in the name of Jesus. I declare, I declare with emphasis that the blessings that money cannot buy, grace will put into your hands in Jesus' name. Let me start by defining what is grace. What's the meaning of grace? What is the meaning or the definition of this grace that Paul constantly in his letters keeps writing to these individuals? You see, generally, I would say grace, generally grace is the divine ability. Grace is the divine ability and empowerment and the capacity to do exploits in life and in the kingdom. Grace generally, grace generally is the divine ability, empowerment, and capacity to do exploits in the kingdom of God. So whenever you hear a man of God or anybody say to you, receive, may grace the grace of the Lord be with you. The grace of the Lord be with your children. The grace of the Lord be upon your ministry. Or the grace of God. What is he saying? He's saying divine, let divine ability and empowerment and capacity, a capacity to do exploits in the kingdom be your portion in Jesus' name. So whenever we say grace, grace, God's grace, Grace that is greater than all my sins. You're talking about grace that enables me. Grace that advances you. It takes grace. Many times people look at us and say, how have you done this? 
How come you never get tired? How come you people, your it is grace that gives a man that divine ability? Divine ability. Yesterday I came back home with my wife and we were sharing something. And I said, wow, she began to, she was teary. And I said, I understand. I said, because there were some people um, that we had an encounter with. And, um, and she was like, I can't believe God for seven for seven years plus that couple has never they've never gone out together to do things together and they have constantly given themselves to the work of god wow 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 and she was there and i said i understand i said i'm marveled as well i'm i'm surprised so you see but when what has what has enabled that couple to be able to do those things it has been the grace of god what causes those young people as uh, the children of pastor and to stay early late and in the morning they're the first one in the sanctuary always they're the last ones and with their smiles with their calmness and you see them doing it with joy what is happening there is grace of god the grace of god that enables people to now there is the grace that advances people are you hearing me so when we serve men you see when we serve men god has put in place as a systems of divine protocol you see a man is a multi-dimensional man a man can be your pastor but a divine system or protocol through which god expresses himself to transfer glory to transfer his power and his blessings that's why when you serve a man like i myself god has sent me to serve pastor guma and to serve apostle joyous now when i am serving i tell people recently god was talking to me about um, I think it was the um, last month God I was busy um, in my in my shower and God began to tell me Moses what is a blessing what what is a what does it mean to be a blessing and I said God I've worked with you long enough Holy Ghost to know there is something you want to tell me and I'm not gonna lie to myself that I'm, I know what it is even if I think I know you tell me what do you want to say to me he asked me, go and read about your Jabez. I read about Jabez. And most of the time I've preached about Jabez. And I said, well, in Jabez, we, all of us, when we get to read Jabez, we talk about how God extended his territory. Everybody focuses on the extension of the territory or expand my territory. And God told me, I don't, I'm not talking to you about that. What did Jabez pray? Jabez prayed and said, bless me that I may not cause pain. And God told me to be a blessing is to be able not to cause pain wherever I send you and whoever I send you to. And said, you may preach so well, you may worship and sing so well, yet you cause pain. To be a blessing, that's why Jabez said, bless me that I may not cause pain. But people only look at extending their territories. Oh God of Jabez, bless me and expand my territory. He said, first of all, I don't want to cause pain. The name of Jabez was pain. So he says to God, I want to be a blessing. To be truly a blessing is not to cause pain wherever you are. If you are a blessing, to be a blessing is not, to, is not just the outburst and the overflow of financial breakthrough. Hmm? 
or financial acquisition and people say that's a blessing because listen i'm about to surprise you do you know that the word blessing in greek is not what we think blessing is the word blessing in greek is makarios and that word makarios means to be in favor with god most of us what we call a blessing oh god bless me people don't understand what a blessing is because uh, they think a blessing is a car a blessing is a house is a blessing is a, is a marriage a blessing is a child uh, you know these are effects of a blessing the real blessing is to be in favor with god and for you to understand that you better go and look at joseph in he in uh, genesis uh, 39 this guy, the Bible says, and God blessed Joseph. And Joseph was blessed, a slave. He says, and you know what he says, and God was with Joseph. And the house of Potiphar prospered. What was the blessing? To be with God. And God was with the, Joseph was prosperous for God was with him. What was the blessing? He was with him. How God anointed Acts of Apostles 10:30 what? 8. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power and he went about doing good, healing all those who are demon possessed um, who are sick and demon oppressed. And the Bible says and God was Macarius. God was with him. He was in favor with God. So the real blessing is for you to be in favor with God. So you speak things that keep you in favor with God. You do works that keep you in favor with God. Wherever God sends you to work, to minister, to serve, you don't bring pain. You become a blessing. Because a blessing is when you don't cause pain. You may be a, such a great vocalist, but you are causing pain. You may be such a great minister, but you're causing pain, but you're having ministered well with your gift, but then you gossip. Your gossip causes pain. Your slander causes pain. By the way, what is slander? Slander <laughs> is to tell the truth with the intent to debase the character of another. Yes, somebody, you saw him stealing a mango, but you go tell Pastor Guma, but what is the motive? Slander is to tell the truth about an individual's defect, but with the motive to debase, to lower and lessen their character before another. That is slander. And you haven't lied. You've told the truth about, yes, they did it, but what is the motive for your reporting it? So are you causing pain? That's why when we are truly blessed, even in our formation, in our in our spiritual formation and environment that we provide and facilitate for the sheep to come in, for them to drink, they find an environment of blessedness where we don't cause pain. Where you sheep, you maintain the very still waters that are provided by your shepherd. The name of the Lord be praised. 
Now, I'll move on. Let's move on. We're talking about the grace of God. If you're just joining us right now, the divine enablement, capacity, and uh, uh, we've said that grace is divine ability, divine capacity and enablement to do, uh, to do things that we are not able to do in our natural, in our natural way. So I say to you, Macarius is a blessing and it means to be in favor with God. That's what means the blessing. A lot of people come to church. I want to be blessed, but you must be in favor to Macarius in the Greek word. Macarius means to be in favor, favor, favor. That word is Macarius is spelled as Mechario, Mechario's to be in favor with God. That's the real blessing because that's a blessing that transcends time into eternity. That's a blessing that causes you to be rewarded in eternity. Are you hearing me? Your rewards, your sanctification, which is your walk with God. Now let's move on because of time so that we do the thing and um, grace. I've told you we have already, if you're just joining me, we've defined grace and we are in 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14 the grace of our lord jesus christ and the love of god and the communion or the fellowship of the holy spirit be with you all amen and we have said that generally grace the, the definition of grace generally is the divine ability empowerment and capacity to do exploits to do exploits kingdom exploits to do exploits in life and in the kingdom may the lord empower you and i and those listening to us by the with his grace to do exploits in the kingdom in our generation in the name of jesus now let's look at another scripture and in that scripture we want to look at the grace that divine ability capacity your empowerment to do exploits but we are going to look at it from the angle the divine ability or capacity to advance you they are now what do i mean i want to talk about grace that advances you it takes grace for a man to advance it takes grace to advance you to advance you financially to advance you ministerially grace can advance and accelerate your your health the grace of god does all these things because if you're just joining us we're saying we are exploring the power of god's grace let's look at first samuel chapter 12 and verse 6 in first samuel first samuel chapter 6 we're talking about grace is a divine advancement grace is a divine advancement i love the grace of god we are kept by the grace of god now grace is a divine advancement and i want you to as we explore that small aspect of grace you will make decrease over your life in that line and say by the grace of god i am advancing this year by the grace of god my children are academically advancing by the grace of god the grace of god will advance my daughter the grace of god will advance my sons the grace of god will advance my ministry lord it's not by my power it's not by my might your grace by your spirit is advancing me i thank you for grace that advances me this morning i am taking over by the the grace of God. I am excelling by the grace of God. So you don't have no time to worry about anything but to appropriate the grace that is already already yours in Christ Jesus. First Samuel 12 6 says, And Samuel said unto the people 
And Samuel said unto the people, what did he say? It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron and brought, and, and it was God that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. The name of Jesus Christ be praised. And we are hearing this. It is reported in Samuel 12, 1 Samuel 12, 6. And Samuel said, the prophet, unto the people, it is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron and that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Oh, when I see such scriptures, already I see, um, because as we have always said the other time, that what is prayer? is proclamation of the word of God. Prayer is to come in agreement with what God says about you in his word. So when I look at this scripture, I see a lot of decrees. I see a lot of affirmations, as scriptural affirmation. And I say, oh God, the same God who was with Moses and you brought them out. Lord, I thank you for your grace in the person of Jesus Christ that is with me. By the grace of God, I, the same God that brought out our fathers, you are bringing me out of this situation. I am out of this situation. The grace of God is advancing me beyond and above this issue in the name of Jesus. Now, we all of us admire when we read the when we read the first books of uh, um, especially you read in Exodus and see how God used this man Moses and constantly the power. But whatever we see, whatever happened in the Mo in the life of Moses, it was God's grace, divine advancement. I'm talking about there. What we see in Samuel. Samuel is reporting to us that Moses and Aaron were advanced by the grace of God. You know what? You may be in the right place at the right time with the right tie and the right suit with the right accent, but if there is no grace to advance you, you are wasting your time. Ah, you are wasting your time. You may be the most cutest thing around this, I mean, in the village, <laughs> but if grace does not, haven't you seen People that carry themselves and think they are so beautiful and nobody's marrying them away. And then are you and then you see somebody that people think that is not that great and they get why it it is grace. That grace is coming upon our lives this morning. The reason God is talking to us about this grace because He wants us to appropriate it. Even it is this grace that advances people is going to cause you to be promoted. You may be the hardest worker, but when you acknowledge the grace that advances men, that's when you'll be noticed at your place of work. That's when they will increase your salary. The grace of God, that's why you should, you, instead of, you know, many times we want to force our way before greatness, but uh -uh, don't force your way before greatness. Begin to appropriate the grace of God and say the grace of God that advances men, the grace of divine ad advancement, you are advancing my salary. I decree and declare my wages receive divine, uh, the grace of divine advancement before my bosses. I'm receiving the grace of divine advancement. I am 
being promoted beyond and above all these people. I am a child of God. As I work, Lord, that grace will cause me to be recognized. Now, the great and the mighty things we admire, the great and mighty things that Moses and Aaron did, they did in the land of Egypt, <laughs> were as a result, whatever Moses and Aaron did in the land of Egypt, the display and the demonstration of God's power on a level that no man has ever seen, all these things were as a result of God's grace upon them. What grace was that? Grace of divine, uh, uh, grace of divine advancement. Today I decree and I declare that the grace of God will begin to advance your life and mine and destiny, your destiny and my destiny. Today I decree and I declare that that grace of God will begin to advance your ministry, advance your business, advance your children, advance your spouse, advance you, your life and mine, my spouse, your spouse, my children, your children, my ministry, your ministry. That grace of God today I decree this week beginning from today that grace will begin to advance your life and destiny in every area of your life in the name of jesus the grace of god i decree and i declare over your life today that the grace of god will begin to move you to the next level of your life i decree and i declare that not only for you for your children for your spouse for your ministry your physical and spiritual children and all those who are near and dear and connected to you in the name of jesus Jesus Christ. What does grace do? Let's look at another, at, um, another. Um, uh, I would call it a um, benefit. If I was, even I can give it and say, there. You see, grace has. Um, they are intangible and the tangible benefits of grace. There are those things that are intangible more than money and there are certain things that grace does that are tangible and intangible but these intangible benefits of grace lead us to the physical to the tangible things bless the name of the lord let's look at first corinthians fifteen ten. in talking about grace um now we move to first corinthians let me check my time here oh i'm still within my time <laughs> so let us um Look at 1 Corinthians 15.10. And um, if you open your Bible there, you'll discover it says, But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but he was the grace of God that was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored. It says, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, the laboring is saying, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. <laughs> Yet not I labored, I labored more than them all, but yet not I, but the grace of God that was, uh, that was with me is that which empowered me to labor in such a way. Now, what does that mean? That is talking about 
grace, when we look at that scripture, it makes us to realize that grace is the flow. Grace is the flow from God that makes men to do exploits on earth. Paul says, I labored. When he was in prayer, laboring for his sons in the Lord, in Galatians is reported saying, my children, <laughs> is it Galatians 4? I think Galatians 4, I believe, if it's not 7, he prayed and said that my children with whom, uh, uh, for whom I labor, like in labor pangs, so that Christ may be formed in you. This man was laboring for them in prayer, that Christ may be formed in the lives of his spiritual sons. He was laboring. And he says, now here he shows us, it was not him who was laboring, but the grace of God enabled him to labor. It takes grace to labor in intercession. It takes grace. What is happening on this altar? It is the grace of God that has, <laughs> that if, if you've not struggled before to sleep, there, there's a man I know whose alarm skipped his alarm. But I guess it takes the grace of God. You know, now you understand, even if he may seem to other people, yes, he's prayerful, he may pray. In anyway. But you see, getting up 5 a.m. to be on this altar, it is the grace of God. So it is the grace of God that is laboring through you. May we, may we labor, but not us but the grace of God with us cause us to labor so that we may have enduring results in the name of Jesus Christ. Now we have seen it from that scripture. Grace is a make of destiny. The grace of God is what makes destiny. The grace of God, I declare, will decorate your destiny in Jesus' name. Open your mouth and say, my father, my maker, Thank you for grace that is decorate that decorates destiny. My destiny is decorated by the grace of God in Jesus' mighty name. Yes, the grace of God is a maker. Paul is saying to you there that it is not I who labored by the grace of God that is with me. So grace is a maker of destiny. That grace that why is it that grace is a maker of, a, of destinies? I'm glad you asked. Now look at it. The, this guy was a murderer. A murderer. The grace that can make, the grace that made a murderer to become an apostle of our Lord Jesus Christ will come upon you today in Jesus' name. The same grace that made a murderer an apostle will come upon that child of yours in the name of Jesus. Will come upon that child of yours that the enemy wanted to snatch away. So wherever you are, don't worry. If your child is into drugs, if your child is, is into gangs, it has gone wayward. We declare this morning on this altar that we invoke... We, inv we provoke, that's the word, we provoke and incite the grace that makes destinies and say, my father, my maker, we legislate, we legislate that the same God who made a murderer into an apostle by your grace, let that grace come upon our children, let that grace come upon that troubled child. Let that grace come upon that troubled girl, that wayward child, that wayward boy. Let the grace that makes destinies locate my child, locate your child, locate us in the name of Jesus. 
the grace of God will decorate your destiny. We see that grace moving a murderer to an apostle, a great, a prominent man of God. What happened? He knows it was the grace of God that made him. When we come into a legislative prayer, we find a reference as in law. You, when you come to the courts of the, the natural courts, you reference a case. You, you say, the home office versus uh, the Dosset, uh, Dosset, Yacht, Dosset, and then, um, and then you, 1920, 19, 1975. So you reference, so you have a reference to stand on. So even us, when we come into legislative prayer, we remind the Lord, are you not the God who said you show no partiality, you're not a respect of persons? What you did for Paul, Lord, you will do for me. What you did for Moses, because you're not a respecter of persons, you have no favorites, except those who love you and seek you. My father, you who changed a murderer into an apostle, you are changing my life. You are changing my sons, my children's lives in Jesus' name. Today, I want to decree in, in the name of Jesus Christ over your life, let your life and destiny be connected to the throne of grace in Jesus' name. When God gets to invite us where does he invite us let us come boldly to the throne of grace whenever we come to pray this altar of Shiloh where we come on this morning glory we are coming to the throne of grace because there has you see when God gives us time in the future I'll, I'm gonna share about the what an altar is and the place and the power of an altar how do you raise an altar this is an altar but most people don't have the revelation and the definition of what an altar there's um a place consecrated for god that in that connects this altar is connected to the throne of god the th altar of all altars the throne of god is god's major altar and the altars in the realm of the spirit answer to altars. That's why we are called to the throne of grace. Why? A place of divine exchange. We come to this altar and say, when we are weak, we live when we are stronger. There's a place of exchange. The ignorant live inspired and made wise. So I declare, let your life and destiny this morning be connected to the throne of grace in Jesus' name. I decree and I declare that the grace of God upon your life shall not be frustrated and shall not be wasted in Jesus' name. Remember Paul said that I, he says, um, his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, was not in vain. So that's why I decree and I declare that I decree that the grace of God upon your life shall not be frustrated. That grace of God upon your life and your children shall not be wasted in the name of Jesus. And I decree and I declare this morning that the grace of God will inspire you and me, will inspire our children, will inspire our spouses, will inspire our spiritual fathers and mentors, will will inspire our pastors and apostles that grace will inspire us to do exploits in the kingdom and in our generation in the name of jesus i decree it over you that the grace of god will inspire you and your posterity to do exploits in the kingdom and in your generation in the mighty name of jesus christ this year before the end of this year i decree upon your life this year and the coming year that the grace of god will put your 
your portion in your hands in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I command fresh, I command this morning a fresh outpouring of the grace of God upon your life and destiny. I command this morning a, a fresh outpouring of the grace of God upon your business, upon your ministry, upon your career, upon the works of your hands in the name of Jesus Christ. As we live on this altar today, I decree the unstoppable grace of God. I said the unstoppable grace of God will answer you and change your story this month and change your story this week and change your story this year and the coming year. Oh, how I decree and I declare that the grace of God, that unstoppable grace of God is busy changing the life of your son. That unstoppable grace that can change a murderer to an apostle. Let it invade your house. Let it invade your home. Let it invade your ministry. Whatever needs changing, the unstoppable grace of God, we invoke, we provoke the unstoppable grace of God to be manifested in every aspect of our lives. This year, let it change your story. That unstoppable, that unstoppable grace of God, let it change your story. You are shifting from tears and sorrow to joy and rejoicing in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Let that grace change your status in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree and I declare the exceeding grace of God will single you out for blessings this year. Let that exceeding grace of God single your children out, single your family out, single us out this year and the coming year for blessings, for greater blessings in the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare over your life that grace, the grace of God, the grace of God will establish you and your children and your family and your ministry and your business and your career will establish you in your place of honor i declare that grace of god will establish you and all those who are near and dear to you in the place of honor in your place of honor and dignity in the name of jesus christ the son of the living god somebody manifest whatever we have declared in this Five minutes in the Holy Ghost. Redosa pramanda radosa teka da barando. No se prika shumbra gadeba zata. Redosa prema umbra gadeba shata. Redosa dabahande brosita. Rukam brosita ushe diadando. Redosa premande redosa dabahata. Makaya de brosunde ba ande da. No shada brazakia da baranda. Redosa pramanda. Redosa premande de boshadaba. The grace of God is shifting. Yes, your health, the grace of God is shifting your health in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty, precious name, glory, hallelujah. The grace, why don't you declare over your life using that grace, the grace of my Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, that fellowship of the Holy Ghost is with me. I cannot fail. The grace of God is upon my life. I am a stranger to failure. The grace of God is upon this family. We are, That grace makes us strangers to sickness. The grace of God is accelerating my immune system. In the name of Jesus, the grace of God makes my immune system resistible 
my immune system is resisting every demonic every demonic system in the name of jesus i decree that the grace of god makes my immune system immune to sicknesses and diseases to all variants it makes the grace of god will protect me in the midst the protecting grace of god the protecting and preserving the grace that preserved Moses as a little boy and he was not harmed in even the grace of God kept Moses in the very presence of the very enemy that was seeking to kill him. Can you imagine grace can cover you and he raises you in the same palace where you are the same palace you have been ordained to pull down the grace will hide you there and if the grace will cause your enemy to feed you pharaoh fed moses pharaoh educated his enemy that's what the grace um, <laughs> are you hearing me that's what the grace of god does the grace of god exceeds boundaries i hope you have been blessed thank you so much for listening to this sermon and I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website, www.shiloh.org.uk. And don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Shiloh LDN. Once again, that's at Shiloh LDN. You've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London, changing lives, building dreams. Until next time, God bless.